what's going on? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. How are you on a Thursday? Today is uh, September 22nd, 2022. What's going on out there? How are you on a Thursday? A little football tonight, right? We got some Thursday night football, a couple uh, college football games. So, I mean, everything starts today. The weekend starts today. Now, for those who've been following, uh, I do give soccer games out a, pr- a pretty decent amount. No soccer this weekend. Soccer's on an international break for a couple weeks. So uh, just football this weekend. Been focusing on football this week. Dialed in for some college and NFL. Stay tuned. We're going to have picks tomorrow, Saturday, Sunday. And if you'd like college football picks early in the week, as I've said before, listen to College Football Tailgate. That's another show that I'm on. A, another show part of the Woos Media Podcast Network. And I think it's it's a good show for college football because you get the angle of the sports betting, obviously, which is what I bring. Uh, the host of the show, Will Chambers, is so good with college football. I mean, he knows everything about college. Biggest college fan I know. So uh, it's a good show. If you guys like college football, highly recommend listening to College football tailgate uh, but on today's show it is uh con or well what, what we're doing is kind of mixing yesterday's show and today's show because i was so caught up here today with handicapping and recording college football tailgate that uh, we kind of moved uh, yesterday's show to today so instead of recording a separate show for yesterday we're going to kind of combine everything so i'm going to do the first part of today's show is going to be more conceptual we're going to talk about winning percentages and uh, it's going to be a little bit more advanced, right? Wednesdays are concepts uh, a little bit more advanced. So we'll do that the first part of today's show. And then the second part of today's show, uh, normally on Thursdays, we do story time, right? Gather around the campfire. Um, I think I have a campfire sound here. You like that? There we go. That's a campfire. It's supposed to be. Kind of sounds like bacon, right? Uh, anyway. Uh, gather on the campfire with Uncle Tyler. We'll we'll tell some sports betting stories, and I've got a good one for something that happened to me uh, just this week. So, all that and more on today's show. Remember, if you want to bet vig free, and part of what we're going to talk about today is winning percentages. If you want to do something to immediately increase your winning percentage and increase the money you're making, uh, I would start betting it better edge, b e t t o r edge, like sports better. And the reason is they don't have a vig. So you know how usually it's minus 110 for team A and minus 110 for team B? Well, if you get a team that's minus 110, the other side's going to be plus 110. It's so cool. When I first tell people about this, they're like, what's the catch? What's what's going on here? It's like, there is no catch. It's so fun, so cool, and it's legal. It's all very legit. So uh, betteredge.com. Put in promo code SBD. That's SBD for Sports Betting Daily. You're going to get a free 20 bucks. So you don't, have to, you don't even have to deposit anything. Just go to Better Edge, put in promo code SBD when you're signing up, get a free 20 bucks, and start betting big free. Something tells me you're going to love it. BetterEdge.com, promo code SBD. All right, so let's start off by talking about win percentage. Uh, again, we didn't do a show yesterday, and every Wednesday, I like to do a uh, concept Wednesday, a little bit more advanced. And uh, what we're going to talk about today is winning percentages and why 60% is actually a bad thing. So let's just get into the the, the crux of this, all right? Mo- the reason why I'm bringing this up is there are so many new people that are constantly entering the world of sports betting. And this is for several reasons, whether it just became legal in your state, whether it's been legal and you're just now kind of getting an interest about this, right? Or you're sort of catching on to what it could be. There's a lot of reasons why people are jumping in, but now more than ever, at a weekly rate, it seems like this, this crazy alarming rate, people are getting involved with sports betting. And the issue is there's so many people out there that put bad information out to the public, that disseminate horrible information, a lot of people 
enter sports betting with with bad expectations, and then this actually ends up leading to them spending money with some of these people who say they're going 60, 70, 80%. And, and, and the people buying those picks, expecting they to do that themselves, really have a big letdown. And I, I, I want to talk about this today for a couple of reasons. One is I want to educate the public. That's the main point of this show. But the other is to let everyone know who's doing this, that there are people out there who are on to you. Right, that you're you're not pulling this over the eyes of tens of thousands of people going unnoticed. There are people who are who are noticing what's going on, like me, willing to call you out, and more importantly, willing to do podcasts about it. So hopefully, the masses start to understand the realistic expectations that should come with sports betting. Now, I've been doing this profitably for over five years. Okay, um, I will tell you one thing firsthand: sports betting is not easy. Sports betting is actually a full. If you're going to do it full time for a, for a living, it's a lot of work. Now it's not impossible. I certainly think there's a lot of people out there who can do it. And maybe on a different Thursday show, I can talk about my journey, how I got into it, my my, my background, and all that stuff. Because there's different ways into this, and there's a lot of people out there who do know what they're talking about. But there's far far more people who are so full of shit, putting bad information out there. Uh, part of what we're going to talk about today is the lies, or not always straight, you know, bold-faced lies, but the deceit and bullshit that often goes into what you see online, what you hear from people who sell picks. So let's start off with win percentage. As we've talked about before in this show, win percentage is really not that important. What's, per- what's important is your break-even percentage. And then you want to compare your win percentage based on that. So the average bet, the classic bet of minus 110, the break-even percentage for that is 52.38%. Let's call it 52.4% for the sake of simplicity for the podcast. So if the break-even percentage for a minus 110 bet is 52.4%, what that means is that given bet you're placing, whether it's the spread of a game or the coin toss in the national anthem or the coin toss for the Super Bowl or the national anthem length, if you bet minus 110, you need whatever event you're betting on to happen 52.4% of the time or more for it to be profitable. That's what minus 110 means. So what will happen is you'll get a bunch of these people on Twitter who take a bunch of alternate lines or they're buying points or making teasers and they're rarely betting minus 110. Maybe they're betting minus 150 every time, right? And every bet they're averaging out to where the average bet is minus 150. Well, minus 150 Actually, that all equals a number. And I've talked to this about this at length on this show. But if you go to Ace Odds Converter, okay, it's just type into Google Ace Odds Converter. What you can do there is type in any American money line and it'll give you the break-even percentage. So if you if you type in minus 150, you'll see that equals 60% break-even. So what that means is if you're always betting minus 150, buying a half point here, buying a half point there, you know, taking alternate spreads, alternate totals. Well, what you're going to do is you're going to feel a lot better about every bet you make because you're, you're giving yourself a little cushion every bet, right? But over the long run, you now need to go 60% just to break even. So think about that. If me betting minus 110 sports, if I go 53% over the course of a season, that's profitable. Why? Because it's over the break even threshold of 52.4. Well, if you bet all minus 150s and you end the season at 60%, you haven't made any money. You've broken even. But they don't advertise that, right? On Twitter or social media or TikTok or any of these tout services that sell picks, what they'll just advertise is, hey, we're 60%. We are cleaning up 60%. It's like, 
what's your break-even percentage, okay? So that's the first part of 60% usually not being desirable because they're betting a lot of a lot of uh, alternate lines, a lot of minus 150s, minus 180s, minus 200s, and, and just flat out based on math, they're not winning, okay? So that's the first part of this. But really, if you dive deeper, there's a much more nuanced, much more important fact about winning percentage. So for this, let's actually pretend that that person on Twitter saying they're going 60%, let's say they do bet all minus 110 sports and they're not lying or deceiving about uh, you know their uh, their record. Let's say they're legitimately 60% and they legitimately bet all minus 110 sports. Well, did you know that's actually still a bad thing? You still don't want to be doing that. Would you like to know why? Okay, it's a very clear mathematical answer here. On any given day on the sports betting board, or on the, on the website, there's going to be a lot of bets available, okay? And what I mean by that is obviously, like, go to this weekend in the NFL. There, there's, uh, I don't think there's bye weeks yet, is there? If there's no bye weeks, there's 16 games. And every, right? So for each, for all 16 games, you can bet the spread or the over-under, or you can bet dozens of bets within every game, player props. You can bet pretty much anything these days, right? You can bet a ton of things. Well, with these vast amount of bets, there's going to be errors. That's where that's my job. My job isn't to price every single bet on the on the of the day efficiently. My bet is to find the couple places the sports books made mistakes and then bet that hopefully before the line moves to where it's not a mistake anymore. Okay? That's really the essence of what I do as a sports better. So just think about that. If you have if you have hundreds of bets, sometimes even thousands that you can make any given day, what you're going to find is there's a lot of bets out there that we call 55% winners. Okay? So a 55% winner is something the sports books think will happen about 53.5% of the time, hence the minus 110, but we think will happen 55% of the time. So we've got a theoretical, you know, percent and a half edge, a 1.5% edge. That's huge. Just to give you a perspective, blackjack, the house edge in blackjack is 0.5%. So if we think there's a 55% bet out there, we think we have three times the edge over the, the, the sports book, then the, sport, then the casino edge has in us betting blackjack. That's a big, big difference, right? So there's a lot, of, well, there's relatively a lot of 55% bets out there every given day, but it takes a skilled handicapper to find those bets. What's easy, the easy thing to do is to find the 70% winners, right? The, anyone can find those. But the issue is two things. One, there's not a lot of 70% errors out there. The sportsbooks usually aren't that wrong. And two, if you do find a 70% error, chances are other smart smart sports bettors will also find that error, and it's not going to be available that long. It's going to get bet into place, so the perceived value is going to be gone instantaneously, almost, right? This may take the course of 30 minutes, an hour, two hours, but pretty much that's going to get swallowed up by pro bettors very fast. So do you see where we're going here? The issue with saying that you're 60% and you're betting only minus 110 sports, that looks good on the surface. But what someone like me, a true professional sees or hears is you can't identify the 55% winners. You can't identify the 56, 57, 58, 59% winners, which there's a lot more of those on the board than 60% winners. So if you're only going 60%, by definition, by the mathematical definition, you're not betting the 58% games. You're not maximizing your profit. That's another way to look at this. That's what I'm concerned with. 
I'm not concerned with winners or how many blitz wins we have. I'm concerned with the maximizing of the profit. Every bet I want to make, I want to make as much money on that bet as I possibly can. So actually for me, someone who knows what they're doing, someone who tries to exploit the market at every turn, going 55% means I'm being as efficient as I possibly can be. If you're a winning sports better and your winning percentage is 65% and you're only betting minus 110 games, your volume is way too low. You are leaving thousands, potentially tens of thousands, potentially hundreds of thousands of dollars on the table by not exploring and exploiting all those 58% bets and 57% bets. So you see, the industry of sports betting and like what goes into it, the detail of all these different things, it's so complex, hence why we do this show every single day. But it's so deep and complex that even something like that, that seems as, as trivial as, well, higher higher winning percent equals better, right? Because that's how it works in sports. That's how it works in most other things. That's not how it works in investing. That's not how it works in sports betting. When I see someone say, hey, we're 65% over the last month, most people out there go, wow, ooh, wow, that's amazing. Can you believe that? I think we have an ooh sound effect on the board here. Hang on. Ooh. <laughs> right, that's what that's what the average person scrolling Twitter sees. Oh my gosh, this person, they've won 70% over the last two months. Ooh. <laughs> okay, I'll stop with that. Right? But but me and other pros, we see that, we start laughing and going, Oh, hey buddy, good job, 70%. What are you? What are you? Seven and three over your last 10 picks? Wow, that's impressive. Wouldn't you rather have someone be 555? wins over a thousand wins than 70 wins over a hundred. The winning percentage is a lot better, but you're leaving so much out there on the table. So just, you know, remember that that's my first part of today's show is winning percentage. It's, it's this, it's this like fake kind of dressed up thing to where people who don't know what they're doing, use it as a tool. But, it, but it's funny, right? When you start listening to podcasts where people know what they're talking about and, and how they go about looking at this stuff, how asinine and silly it is to be actually bragging about that. But, but the people out there on Twitter are so fu- and TikTok and Instagram are so fucking uneducated about this whole industry that they think, oh, well, that's, that's a good thing. High win percentage me equals good. That's We're doing good, right? Buy our picks, buy our VIP. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? And that's like the classic, that's like the, that's the pattern of how things go right now, uh, go now, right? Is somebody, they like sports betting, they make a Twitter, give out a few free picks, and then when they go eight and two, inevitably, they'll make a VIP, you know? And I actually don't think that a lot of people doing this are technically quote unquote scammers. I think a lot of people out there are just naive, Just, again, uneducated about what this should look like. I think there's plenty of people out there who are in their early 20s, who love betting sports, who had a good month, and they go, you know what? I think I can sell picks out there. You know, I I understand. I get it. It's easy to fall into that trap. And I I call it a trap because my dog, just based on how how the law of numbers works, if my dog picks games long enough, she's going to have an 8-0 weekend. She may do it this weekend. She may do it in three months. But she's eventually going to have an 8-0 weekend, just like all of you out there. A lot of you will have an eight in a weekend and think, hey, I'm really good. Maybe I'm on some. Maybe I can sell my picks. I don't think that those people are necessarily trying to take advantage. I just think they're so uneducated and, and don't understand what goes into profitable sports betting. I mean, I can do a daily show because there's content. I can, stuff comes up, stuff happens. It's like there's something to talk about literally every single day in the industry of sports betting. It's so deep, so complex, so nuanced. And, and, and something so often 
viewed as silly, trivial, who cares about that? It's just win percentage. The better it is, the better we are. Doesn't understand what that means to people who truly understand the math and what it means to be a winning investor. All right, uh, let's move on to the second part of today's show. Uh, before we do, I want to thank Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is uh, an amazing place to bet player props. So again, we talk about maximizing return, right? Maximizing how much you can make. Well, what if I told you, if you play, if you parlay player props together, you will not find a sports book in the entire country that pays as well as Thrive Fantasy. And the reason why I can guarantee this is Thrive Fantasy offers a fixed payout system with parlays. So you can parlay two, three, four players together, and it's going to be a better payout than it is at DraftKings, FanDuel, BetMG, any any other sports book. Okay, and again, the fixed payout system means they treat every parlay as if both sides are minus one ten. So if you find a, a a parlay where one player his over is minus one twenty on DraftKings, and and another player where his his over is like minus one thirty on FanDuel. Well, you can parlay those together and make a lot more than you would parlaying them anywhere else, even if it's the same sports book, right? So it's a huge advantage. When I send people over there, the one thing I hear back consistently is, oh my God. And I got a text from my buddy the other day. He sent me a screenshot. It's like, how is this possible? How, how are they offering this much of a, of a payout? It's so worth it. So start making more money betting player prop parlays with Thrive Fantasy. I guarantee you're going to love it. Thrive Fantasy. Put in promo code SBD. And uh, they'll match your deposit up to $100. Thrive Fantasy promo code SBD. All right, so uh, story time Thursday. Let's get to a little story time. This one is pretty funny, okay? Uh, So I was having some withdrawal problems with BetMGM recently. And according to Reddit, this is actually a big problem or has been for the last year or so. What BetMGM is trying to do is they have a uh, what's called a closed loop payout system. And what that means is it's pretty simple. If you have multiple debit cards on your account, they want to send the money to where the card came from. That's not ask, asking too much. I think it's a very legitimate thing for BetMGM to do. The only problem was I had deleted my old debit card off the, the site and I put my new debit card on there. But even though it was deleted on my end, it was still in there like memory banks of like BetMGM. And they were trying to send some of my uh, withdrawal to that old card that didn't exist anymore. And so I did the live chat, which was no help at all. Absolutely no help. And, and I ended up just wanting to call the phone number because BetMGM has, has a phone number you can call in Colorado. And so I waited till, they, till the hours opened up on the phone and I called up BetMGM. At least I called the number that was listed online. Little, little key here, right? Make sure you're calling the right number. I'm kind of burying the lead here, but make sure that whatever phone number you call is the correct one. So I call this number that I, I, I looked online. I typed in BetMGM customer service and I just called the first number that popped up. And it should have been a red flag. <laughs> it should have been a red flag that they answered. Uh, they didn't answer, you know, BetMGM or thanks go BetMGM. Uh, they ju- she just said, this is Alondra. Thanks for calling. And I immediately launched into, because I was kind of pissed off already because I had been, I had spent like 45 minutes on the chat. I remember it was like 12, 18 when I started talking to him on the chat and it was almost one o'clock by the time this is ended. It was, oh, it was past one o'clock by the time this is ended. So it was like right around 45 minutes. And so I was already kind of pissed off. The person on the, on the live chat, like the, the, that you do on the computer was no help at all. So I was already a little, so I just launched into this whole thing about, how their, their closed-loop payout system, I understand why they need it. I'm not trying to say that, that the closed-loop payout system shouldn't work, but I should be able to, to get my money when I request it. And this whole idea of, well, sir, you may need to wait two to four days, because that's what they kept telling me. I'm going to go, two to four days? I've always gotten it you know, immediately. All I'm asking is you don't send it to a car that doesn't exist, right? And so 
that that was my whole point to when I called. I'm just going, look, I get what's going on. I just think I should deserve my money. And they said to me, sir, I'm very sorry to hear that. That's it. Sir, I'm very sorry to hear that. And I was like, well, I know you're very sorry to hear that. So was Eric, who I just talked to online, and he's not helping me at all. No one seems to be wanting to give me an answer here. Everyone just wants to apologize because that's what the guy on the social me- on the live chat was doing. He's like, oh, I'm sorry, sir. Is there anything else we can do? I'm like, yes, you can fucking help me with my problem here instead of just saying sorry, cash out a different way. I'm like, there is no other way. So anyway, so she goes, sir, uh, I'm very sorry to hear that. And then uh, I go on a little bit more and talk about you know how I should be able to get my money out. And, and then she says, Sir, uh, how long has this been going on for? And I told her that, you know, this is a recent thing, but I had dealt with this before. So a month ago, I dealt with this closed loop issue and I thought we had deleted the old card off the thing, but apparently not. And apparently it's still there. And look, I, I, all I need you to do, that's what I'm telling her, all I need you to do if you have the if the, the opportunity or the, the uh, ability, the access, is just go in and delete that card off my file. And then this was the... This was the one that gave it away. As she says, how does that make you feel? And then I was like, uh, excuse me? And then she said, is this, ca- <laughs> is this causing other problems in your life? And I said, who did I just, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, ma'am. Who am I on the phone with? And it was the gambling hotline. <laughs> how funny is that shit? I had accidentally just typed in BetMGM customer service. And for some reason, uh, the, the Colorado gambling hotline popped up like for troubled gamblers. And so I think that this, this woman just thought that I was venting for the first like couple minutes of this conversation. And look, I know the story makes it seem like I was on there for a while. This all probably happened in like 45 seconds to a minute, maybe even like the whole conversation, maybe like a minute and a half. So it was, it was pretty quick, but I just started laughing. I was like, oh, my, and I was like, okay, never mind. Thank you. And I just hung up kind of embarrassed, right? Because <laughs> she was trying to like talk me off the ledge. Like, oh, I'm so sorry. How's that make you feel? Like, it pisses me off how it makes me feel. Oh, I'm so sorry, sir. Is, is this causing, causing other problems in your life? And immediately, I'm like, uh, you know, because BetMGM, they're going to apologize for their issues, but they want your money. They're not going to feel bad about taking your money. They're not going to say, how is this impacting your daily life? You know, how's your marriage? <laughs> yeah. So, little word to everyone out there. Next time you try and call BetMGM or any, any sports book, just make sure you're getting the right number. Make sure it's the right place. Otherwise... You may end up with someone trying to solve every other problem in your life. How does that make you feel, sir? <laughs> anyway. All right. That does it for today's show. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, good luck whatever you have going on today or tonight. Lots of football, like I said. Uh, also, if you want those uh, college fi- college football picks, uh, yesterday when we recorded, because lines move, obviously, right? Lines are moving all the time. Listen to College Football Tailgate for those picks. And tomorrow, we'll give some picks for the weekend, a little look ahead for Saturday, Sunday, and uh, potentially some you know NFL games where I see some value like we did last Friday. So until then, good luck whatever you have going on today or tonight. Hope you catch some winners. We'll talk to you tomorrow on Sports Betting Daily.